Hey drivers, are you looking for a new job or are you looking just to become a new lease driver? Well, NCI offers new Kenworth T680 double bunk condos with APU and refrigerator, all standard in all of their equipment. Come aboard and become a lease operator, or you can become a company driver. NCI offers regional positions, over-the-road positions, team positions, and also NCI will take on a few students if you've graduated from a trucking school. Pick up the phone, check out NCI, and see if they have what you're looking for at 888-311-7076. That's 888-311-7076. Marvin Keller Trucking is currently looking for drivers to expand their fleet. We have solo, team, lease purchase, owner operators, and even part-time local positions available. Their solo drivers get up to 54 cents a mile. Teams get up to 58 cents a mile. Late model Cascadias and Mac Anthems available. Your health benefits start on day one. That's nice. No touch freight and 60% drop in hook. Nice. Want something different? Join the elite fleet. Four days on and four days off. Hourly pay of $20 to $25 an hour. Want to start your own business? Check out the lease purchase program with payments as low as $345. You can pay the truck off and start hiring your own drivers. Want more details? Call 888-418-5161, extension 280. Marvin Keller Trucking. Hey, drivers. Have you thought about becoming your own company? Have you thought you'd like to get your own authority and DOT number, but you just don't know how to go about doing it? Well, call J.J. Keller and Associates. They can help you get the proper registration and credentials that you need to operate legally. They protect drivers from penalties and out-of-service orders as a result of not having the proper authority. They save drivers time by filing their paperwork and ensuring everything is correct. Drivers, they also help you with unified carrier registration, USDOT and MC numbers, MCS 150 updates, year-around authority monitoring, and plenty more. Drivers, if you're looking to become your own company and you want your own authority number and DOT number today, call J.J. Keller & Associates at 888-601-2017. That's 888-601-2017 and tell them TalkCDL sent you. Thank you. With all the protesting and rioting and everything going on. And so we've asked the question this week to trucking companies. And to truck drivers. We had a poll uh, for truck drivers, and we asked a, uh, a couple companies, and the question was this. What do you do as far as warning your driver or setting a rule based on what you would like him to do, say, when delivering to maybe a city that there's rioting going on or any unsafe activity that could possibly put the truck driver in harm's way and or maybe the truck itself you know in harm's way which of course isn't nearly as important as a human life but so we pose that question because as we've seen the riots going on and we've seen the incidences where the FedEx truck didn't know what was going on and of course that tanker truck the tanker truck with the where the the mob surrounded it right. on, on the the bridge and I want to talk to you about that cuz I talked to somebody that knows what was going on in there. Um, but anyway, so we posed that question. So what are your thoughts on a trucking company, Ruthann, uh, as far as 
should a trucking company be responsible for their drivers? Yeah. They, they should be, shouldn't they? Well, I mean, let's put it this way. We always say that you need to be using your CB, right? So that would help you as a driver out there. But the trucking company will know more because they can keep an eye on the news. They can do different things and know how the weather is going or how, like, if there's certain things that are happening in specific areas that they should be aware of. I mean, you could even get, like, um, traffic alerts and so forth. So if they're in a uh, main route, the the dispatcher should actually have access to those kinds of information so that the driver is better prepared if there is a situation that's going to come up. Not only that, but it makes the company look a lot better knowing that they're taking care of their drivers like that. So let's talk about, just for a second before we go into what the trucking companies, and, and these were legitimate co- the trucking companies that are major, uh, nice players in the industry, what they how they feel about, you know, sending a driver into like a combat, almost like a combat zone. You know, you know, these drivers are just working class people trying to deliver. And let's be honest, I was talking to somebody the other day and what they said was that tank truck that was that got surrounded by the mob on the bridge. Mm-hmm. They said, look, and, and I'm not going to I'm not going to name names, but they said they knew the driver was in that area. And they knew he had a delivery in that area. Right. And they should have known that right around the corner was the protest. You can, and I, I looked at that video of that, that, tank, that tanker driver. He came around the corner, okay? And I was talking to this guy up in Minneapolis where this all happened, a, a trucking company. And you could tell when that trucker came around that corner, he was surprised. He was like, wow, what's this? And he actually came to a stop and slowed down. He, he was doing what he should have done if there was something in his way. When they arrested him, I said, there's no way that's going to stick. There was absolutely no, that guy was not trying to run that mob over. It was just so funny. But let's just go there for a second. What if what if the cops wouldn't have been there to arrest the guy and he would have been pulled, o- pulled over and actually, you know, shot, hurt, or killed? Almost like the Reginald Denny thing. You know, that happened back in, in L.A., the L.A. riots, back when the Rodney King thing was going on. What if this truck driver would have been literally on live video, just pulled out and beaten to death by protesters? Yeah, the the, the innocent, I mean, he did nothing wrong. That would have been still, that would be a worse in, in incident because, you know, it was, he was a completely innocent man just trying to deliver stuff. You know, there's 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 no excuse for it, but... Right. So anyway, so here's what all the trucking companies said. And and just so everybody knows on this video, we're going to be cutting out because obviously the podcast doesn't want the entire podcast put on on a video. Um, this is just kind of a teaser for everybody. So make sure that you go to the this week's podcast and hear the rest of it, uh, because I think that everybody would be really interested to know exactly what trucking companies are saying. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give them just the one thing that I thought was really super cool that this trucking company said to me. Again, no names. And this is what the guy said to me, and I was really expecting a different answer. He said, Troy, let me tell you, the trucking company is like traffic control. The trucking company is like traffic control. An airplane on the ground cannot see all the way around it. They need the guy on the ground doing that that controller is the airplane's eyes and ears does that make sense yeah and he said the same with a trucker 
We should know what's around our delivery. We should know of any reports of anything going on, because if we don't, we're sending him into harm's way. Now, some trucking companies might disagree. Oh, yeah, we don't have time to, well. It's your freight. It's your tractor. It's your employee. Right. You need to make time for that, because what what kind of company are you then if you don't take care of your driver? I'm not saying that something, like, for example, the FedEx guy the other day. Mm-hmm. And I truly said this on the last podcast. I really believe... The riots started in Minneapolis. The next day is when that FedEx guy came into that town and didn't even know. It was like, hey, you know, I didn't realize it was going past Minneapolis type of deal. He got scared, and we'll see what happens to that because, you know, a man died. But the bottom line is I'm not saying that something can't just break out to where the driver went into harm's way without the trucking company knowing it. But this guy was telling me, he said, it is our responsibility as a trucking company to know what's ahead for our driver. We have to be his eyes and his ears, and we have to assume responsibility for that truck driver and the freight and the truck. And you know what? I was really touched by what he said there. I, I really, I believe what he's saying is true. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's going to be times you aren't going to know everything, but he's right about one thing, okay? They have to assume responsibility, and they have to be the truck driver's eyes and ears for a, a distance, for a delivery, that they can't see. They can't see it. Just like the plane on the ground can't see where it's going. Truck driver, he don't know what he's going into. And you have to be the guy or the gal that's watching for things to protect your driver. It's true. Very true. Anyways, got a lot more answers from uh, other trucking companies. Some that will really surprise you. <laughs> I mean, truly will surprise you. And some that, you know, you're going to say, well, that's typical. But anyways, tune in to the podcast this week, and uh, we don't even know what the title is going to be, something to the effect of, you know, what's your trucking company doing to protect you? And trucking companies, I advise every one of you, listen to the pod and take this stuff serious. These are issues that are being opened up in the trucking industry that we, you know, probably should have been addressing a long time ago, and, and some trucking companies do address it, but a lot of the smaller trucking companies they have a different outlook of who should be responsible. And we'll go ahead and address those issues on today's podcast. Ruthann, what do you think some of the other answers are? I mean, you know, this it's amazing. Well, I'm hoping all of them kind of have the same agreement that they, they should don't. take responsibility, but... They don't. I had... We did a poll on TalkCDL, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't believe how many drivers were saying that... They work for a smaller company, and the owner said, listen, it's your responsibility, and whatever you do, you're going to own up to it, and you're going to take responsibility if you kill somebody or you run somebody over, you get into that situation. That's what the owners, some of the owners, the smaller companies that I we talked to, was their attitude. Listen, man, that's the driver, man. He's the one that makes that decision to drive into it. But like the other company was saying... Trucking companies should already be diverting him from going right. there. And, and especially if you plan their route. I mean, if you're a company that tells the driver you need to go this way because it's the most efficient. Well, if the driver is following your orders, you either ask them to go against it so they can get a mark against them or go where you're telling them to go, which is right into a harmful situation. You, you know, most trucking companies, they know of the storms. You know what I mean? Like, for example, you got a trucking company, say, in Atlanta, and let's say 
they have deliveries that are in Nebraska, North Dakota, Minnesota, or the Northwest, or even the West Coast. They already know of the storms that are going to be in their way. Mm-hmm. And they already, they already let their drivers know, some of them do, hopefully most of them know of inclement weather. Or for the fires, like in, in Colorado and California and stuff. And I'm glad you bring that up, because do you know how many videos we've seen a couple of years ago when California was on fire? Do you yeah. remember some of those crazy videos? Yeah, I mean, the, some of them, the tires were just like melting and popping. Yeah, so how many, how many semi-trucks did we see, you know what I mean, coming through the mountains... And everything's on fire mm-hmm. when probably those drivers should have never even been put out there. No, they should have been detoured to a different area. Right. So I think going forward, um, I don't know, somebody want to get rich? Invent an app. <laughs> they have apps that that warn everybody of weather and storms that are coming. Maybe somebody needs to invent an app that is going to be, and they may have something, that's live updates of, let's say... A shooting in the area. There's another example. How many shootings have we seen in the last couple of years? Many. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you got a truck driver. If he's going into a, a Ford Hood or a, um, uh, I, I don't know, where was that shooting at? The kid from Florida. Where was that? It was one of the schools uh, that he shot all those. I'm just saying you get something like that activity going on and you have a truck going in that area. You need to divert that guy. You need to cancel that load. You are the one that's going to need that. Now, don't get me wrong. If a truck driver also may get that information, and if he passes that on to the trucking company, and they still say, oh, we still, you know, back in the day, Ruthann, you'd, you'd call a trucking company, and you'd say, oh, it's slick out there. It's, I mean, I, I never did. <laughs> I'm just saying I didn't because I wanted to be a tough guy. <laughs> but I'm saying, but many drivers that are not liking, you know, slick weather, have called in to trucking companies and said, it's really dangerous out there. And you know what they've gotten from dispatch? Why get delivered? You got you to get it there. If you don't get it there, it's your job. That's been told to many drivers. If you, Hey, listen, uh, I'm not here and we're not seeing anybody else shutting down. Well, you know what? There's got to be the first guy. There's, you know, when, when people start shutting down, somebody's got to be the first guy. And that usually is the guy that realizes it's not safe for him to be driving. Mm-hmm. But see, trucking companies have based that on, well, we, we got other drivers that have just gone through there and none of them complain, you know, trying to bully the driver mm-hmm. into going into a dangerous situation. And so trucking companies going forward with lawsuits, they need to step up within and start taking responsibility for where they send those drivers. Yeah, because if a driver did something... That, you know, having an accident, how many times did the people, you know, when the driver, even though it was the driver's fault, he crossed over the medium and went head on to the people, they still sue the company. They'll still sue the company for damages, even though it was the driver's fault. So if you're a company that doesn't want that type of repercussion, watch out for your driver, even though... They still are going to have to have responsibility for their actions. If you don't want to have your driver put in that situation, 
you would want to make sure that that you alleviate it by rerouting him and saying, hey, I don't want you going in this area right now. We know that there's there's some trouble going on. Let's we're going to reroute you and we're going to take you a different way. It's going to take you a little bit, maybe a half hour, hour longer, but it's worth it to save anything from happening. What's it going to do? Make you look better? You know, it's it's not going to be something bad for you to do that. It's especially if you call your your who you're going, who you're you're delivering to, and say, "Listen, we already know that there's a bad situation. We're diverting our driver. The freight's going to be a little bit late, but it's still going to be there." You know, that's what's more important to them. Rather it be late than not show up. And if there's something going on, there's more of a chance of the freight not getting to it on time and being taken. I would think actually a good receiver. Or shipper would actually appreciate. Now, a broker might not appreciate it, okay. But I, I would think a good shipper or receiver would actually appreciate being responsible for life. And you know, I'm not talking to every trucking. Well, I am talking to every trucking company. I will say that, but I'm not pointing the finger at every trucking company. Obviously, this guy we spoke with, these were his words that they take it upon themselves. To not put the driver in harm's way. That's his exact words. You don't put your driver in harm's way. Well, uh, 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 a shipper and receiver that knows there is a threat going on near there, you know, this, hey, we got a deli- we got some deliveries coming, and, you know, we already know that, you know, within an hour of our place, there's these things going on, and the drivers are going to be coming through there because they're main routes or they're a commonly used route. It's a truck route, whatever the case might be. I'm going to give a call to that company to tell them to reroute the driver and let's bring them in this way so that we could at least kind of stay on time and on a schedule with this freight. How many times do you think that's ever happened? Where None. I mean, I mean I'm sure maybe once or twice, but you, you, you actually brought up something I wasn't even thinking about. You know, you get a, you get a receiver that... For you know, I I can use a million examples. There's many people that have products they make, you know, foods and clothings and car manufacturers and everybody that's receiving goods, you know, from Walmart's to ta- Targets to all these big receivers. How many? Okay, I mean, all these shootings that we've had, just giving the shootings or the fires or the riots or anything. How many of them you think ever picked up a phone? And, and said, or even went in and said, listen, you need to warn the trucking companies that their drivers are coming into a bad situation. There's an active shooter in our town right now. Tell them to be careful. How many times has any shipper or receiver ever bothered doing that? I bet you it's so little. You, you, I mean, I'm sure there's been one or two. And if, if, if a driver, if one has done that, let us know. You know, drivers, if, if, a, if a shipper or receiver warns you of a situation, let us know. Let's see if they're actually out there. But, you know, going forward, and I'm just going to say this, with lawsuits and lawyers and all this stuff, they're always looking for people to blame, and they're always looking to blame people that are attached to situations even. And so when you think about it, a trucking company that, let's say, in fact, you know, here's a, here's a deal. I mean, they did, probably didn't have time. That shooting in Memphis, with the, the lady we interviewed, mm-hmm. remember, there was right there on the dock, you know. They, pr- they didn't have time to call trucking companies, so that's a bad example. But there's been times where on the same block there's a shooting going on and nobody tried to warn anybody coming in and, and maybe a trucker gets shot or gets shot at or almost gets hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, going forward, lawyers are looking for people to sue. And if you have information and you don't give warning, 
you could be the guy, whether you're a shipper, receiver, or a trucking company, that has information of a bad situation a truck driver's coming into, and you didn't warn an unarmed, unbeknownst, innocent working man, you could be sued. Mm -hmm. You could be in trouble. That's that's not a joke. This is by far not even close to a joke. No, it's a a neglect that you're doing as being their you know, responsible for them because even though the driver is responsible for your tractor and the freight that's in it, you're still ultimately responsible for your employee when it comes to their safety. Yeah. You know, a lot of the answers that we got from drivers were they, I've never even been told. I've never even, it's never been, cause I asked this one guy, I said, in your orientation, I said, I, my guess is because I've never had that addressed. And maybe the big giant companies might have. I don't know. And I would love to know if, if any of them address this. But think about this. You're sitting in an orientation, right? You're, you're, I'm just talking about people being introduced to the trucking company. You're, you're coming into this trucking company. You're sitting in their orientation. What do they go over? They go over benefits. They go over the do's and don'ts. The do's and don'ts usually include... Don't abandon our trucks. Don't be late on loads. Don't refuse loads. Be on time. Turn in your bills. Turn in this. Make sure your load locks. I mean, depending on what kind of company you have, make sure you're responsible for your 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 equipment. You know, it's a lot of a lot of do's and don'ts in that effect. But how many trucking companies sit down and say, okay, if you go into a situation where there's a something going on in a town, like a riot, for example. How many have ever had to touch on that? And my guess is, my guess is we, we as a, a country, never really experienced nationwide insane riots like we've just seen. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to, I'm not going to say to the trucking company, oh, you've been being bad. I'm not saying that. But what I asked them was, going forward, and I've said that a lot on this podcast, going forward, <laughs> but going forward, are trucking companies now going to have to implement this safety measures. Like yeah. That. Do you, mm-hmm. do you think that this is going to be implemented a game plan? And I know what truck, truck drivers are saying. I don't, in fact, a lot of truck, a lot of drivers said, Hey, I don't give a flying shit. What my company says, it's my life. And if I know there's a riot up ahead, but, but that's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about a, a situation ahead. Okay. But also a trucking company still has to at least implement some kind of plan that Hey, if you get into this situation, okay, I, I don't I don't even know what a tr- what does a trucking company say to a driver? Listen, if we didn't know there was a riot and you end up pulling into a town and there's all this all of a sudden a riot breaks out and you got our equipment, what do you say? You can't say to a truck driver, "Well, you get out of that truck and 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 just give up." You can't tell them that. You can't tell them to just drive people over and kill people. Can't tell them that. What do you what could a trucking company actually say? They got to come up with a game plan, and I sure don't know what it is. I know what the drivers are saying. I don't give a shit about a game plan. I'm going to survive as best as I can. But the bottom line is, you run over a hundred people to try to escape. I promise you, just because you thought you were saving your own life, there's a point where um, too many protesters going down and killed. I promise you, you're probably going to prison, and that's a fact. That I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody says. Well, I'm I'm, I'm, af- I'm afraid for my life, and I was a driver myself in that situation what the hell would i do would i panic and would i start running people over i think personally 
what I probably would do, I probably would, if they were trying to get in, I was going to say put it in first gear and just try to creep through them. But you know what? By the time by the time you get so far down the, the, the street, they're going to have your windows smashed out, and they're all going to be inside getting you anyways because that mob mentality, they don't care if you're innocent or not. They're going to kill you or they're going to hurt you. Right. They want it. They Because honestly, like right now, this rioting, it, it's gone beyond the reason for the protesting. It's 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 gone beyond what this is just something that wants to be. They just want to be violent. But this is where I would say the 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 cameras and the tractors would be so beneficial for a driver. I don't care if it was inward, outward. Camera me up, buddy, because I want people to know what happened. Amen to that. That's what I would be saying. No, I (laughs) agree. Camera me up, man. (laughs) I want to know. I agree 100%. Look at the camera because, I mean, I was threatened. You know, the the FedEx guy, you you know, I really felt bad for that situation because I could tell. I could tell they were banging on the window. What they were saying, I don't know. Um, But he panicked and took off. And that, that guy was drug underneath the tires. That was bad. Um, but look, going back to what I was just saying, I don't have a game plan for it. I just know that every situation is different. And when you get into a situation that's life-changing, nobody knows what they're going to do. No. Nobody knows. And yeah. for a trucking company going forward, they're going to have to come up with some sensible plan. But going back to what this general manager told us, you're better off knowing where your driver is going. And guess what? Keep him or her out of harm's way. Mm-hmm. Because if you, if, if you didn't take that extra step, and now all of a sudden that's a situation you could have known about. See, many of the situations you can know about just by, just by you know, keeping up with current affairs, current events. I mean, I... They all know what's going on because they all have Facebook or they all have the news that pops up and gives them the little warnings of stuff that's going on. Amen. They all know it. And it, it could be... You a, get breaking news. How many times you get breaking news? Active shooter. You, you know what I mean? You can get it all the time. So there's there's no excuse of saying it. Every tractor also, am I wrong, has GPS in it. 99.9%. So you already know where your driver's at. So you already know if there's something that's going on and you got that little warning on your phone... That there's something going on or you've seen it on Facebook, you could say, you know what, I want to see, I know my driver's going to be near there. Let me see where he's at right now. I might be able to divert him so there's nothing going on. You have those capabilities and you know that it's going to be there. Or you could, you know, give a call to to the receiver and say, hey, listen, I just want to make sure, is everything okay there? Because I got this warning and I just want to double check, Did is it is it cleared up now or is it st- going on? Right. No, obviously... Once you get a warning of something, you definitely want to check it out as quickly as you can. But the one thing that I would tell you, one of the plans that you might want to implement into your strategy going forward is this. If a driver's within so many miles, if a driver's within so many miles, you got to be able to say, look, we just got a report of this one incident going on. And according to GPS, driver's within 10 miles of the place divert him. Mm-hmm. divert him and, and we'll find out. We'll pay the late penalties, divert him. Mm-hmm. Well, there's supposedly some kind of writing breaking out in that city. We got a driver that's now on the loop. He's coming in. D- have him pull over to a truck stop until we clear it for him. Yeah, because it's better to, uh, every person that's paying for that freight inside that trailer would rather it be late 
and pay that fine than it being ripped off and taken out of the trailer or damaged in some form because... Except a broker. It, it does... I think the broker would still rather, his, you know. They don't believe anybody. <laughs> I'm serious. I've dealt with them. I still, I still think it would be safer that way. And there's so many, you know, so many different ways that you can, you can resolve it. And, and you know, Lord willing, we won't be dealing with this like a continual basis that we'd be able to get past this and, and be better as a country going down the road and not have this kind of stuff happening. But as sure as God made green little apples, it's going to happen again. Something's yes. going to happen to where a trucking company is going to have to warn their driver. No, and they're going to have to step in and go, we need you to not go to the delivery. We need you to pull over and we'll let you know what's going on. But you have direct order to now uh, do a flip and go to the nearest truck stop. Do not go into that area. We do not want you there. Whatever you want to say to them, just say that we're clear. We're 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 just checking on something before you even go in there. We want to make sure whether it's you know uh, it scares them or not. It's better for that driver to have knowledge, especially you know it, uh, drivers are on. Most drivers are hands free. They're not supposed to be watching their Facebook mm-hmm. or their Instagram. They're not supposed to be doing any of that stuff. And their wife might be sleeping in bed and at home, and and nobody fa- no family to call them on their Bluetooth and warn them. The trucking company has to be his eyes and ears, just like we were told from this trucking company. And like I said, we've had trucking companies say, that's the driver's responsibility. You know, there's not, look, we can't be, we can't be watching him like a, 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 all the time. Oh yeah. Well, you're supposed to be. Why do you think you have, like you said, GPS? GPS why, do you have, Qualcomm. why do you have a satellite in your truck? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can watch where he's at. Why do you have in for inward facing cameras, half the trucking companies now? So you can watch what he's doing. So if you want to watch the driver and keep your eye on him to make sure he's not doing something wrong, you really need to be making sure that nobody else is going to be doing anything wrong to the driver. Amen. And that's a fact. And I'm going to stick to that. So, and drivers, you know, the bottom line is, you know, my advice to anybody, if you are even thinking about going into, into a zone that's harming you, okay, you're the, we used to say this in the first year, Ruth Ann, drivers, you're the captain of the ship. If you don't think it's safe, if it's snowing, if it's icy, if you're tired, and now on top of that, if you're going into a combat zone where there's a shooter, a rioter, fires, an earthquake, some kind of natural disaster, anything that could happen. Here's another one. You get reports that trucks are being blown over in Nebraska, right? Mm-hmm. And and down in Arizona. We've seen videos over the last couple of years. Truck drivers are just driving along. All of a sudden, they're getting blown over. Guess what? You, Mr. Trucking Company, you need to stop your driver. Either route him south, route him north, and go around that. Cost yourself a few bucks in, in fuel, or 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 you're going to end up costing yourself maybe a driver's life, a truck. Or many a, lives because that driver, you know, something happened. Yeah, he landed on a, on a car, whatever. But the bottom line is, trucking companies, you have to be responsible for your driver. And I'm not talking to the ones that are going, geez, Troy, we already are, you dumbass. We already know that. I, I know there's trucking companies out there that literally get that. Mm-hmm. And have been doing that without us, you know, chewing on it. But there's many, you know, turn a blind eye, get my freight delivered, let's make money, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? That'll cost you money. Yeah, it will. It'll also cost you a lot of respect as a company. People won't want to use you if you can't watch out for their freight. Yeah. So anyways, that is today's podcast. 
Uh, it's, it's really all about, is your trucking company being responsible for you? Okay. We put a lot of, a lot of responsibility on the driver, Ruthann. Trucking companies put a lot of responsibility on the driver. DOT puts a lot of responsibility on the driver. Everybody puts a lot of responsibility on the trucker to be a professional driver. Mm -hmm. But who's watching out for the trucker? That's what I want to know. Who's watching out for the truck driver? And I'm going to tell you, it should be his dispatcher. Mm -hmm. And the dispatcher should be being watched by operations. DM, right? Exactly. And it goes all the way to the top. You, Mr. President of the company, Mr. CEO, I'm talking to you now, not the dispatcher in the operations, okay? Now I'm talking to you because ultimately, if your team isn't doing what you told them to do, then you probably need to find a new team because it's going to reflect back to you because the crap starts at the top and it rolls downhill. Mm -hmm. That's an old saying. Yes, it is. And I can assure you, you can't go, well, my dispatcher was supposed to be doing it. Well, you should have been watching your dispatcher. You know, in Vegas... The guy that's dealing, they got a guy watching him, mm-hmm. right? We all know this from watching the mobster movies. And then there's movies. someone watching him. I mean, how, all yeah. of my mobster movies say this. Yeah, oh, my but gosh. You, yeah. got, you got the dealer being watched by the pit boss, the pit boss being watched by the um, uh, uh, overseer or whatever, and then that boss is being watched by another boss, and then they got the cameras watching everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay? So guess what? Trucking company, you're no damn different. Okay, somebody should be watching the dispatcher. Somebody should be watching the next guy, mm-hmm. and somebody because ultimately somebody has to stand up and go, "I'm in charge." Right. Okay. Not oh my little guy. Let's throw him under the bus because I know some of these trucking companies that are saying, "Oh yeah, it's the driver's responsibility." That's because you want to throw the driver under the bus mm-hmm. when the shit hits the fan. You want to say, "Oh my driver did it." Oh my driver the driver's did it. Responsibility, but when the driver says, "Listen, I don't want to go in there because of this zone," then who bullies the driver then? Exactly. If the driver pulls that responsibility card out and saying, "I'm going to watch out for the tractor, the freight, and my life by not going into there." Then his DM's going to say, but you got to get that freight in there. And he says, no, nope, it's my responsibility. Time out. Whoop. <laughs> exactly. But it's true. It's true. They, they, everybody wants the blame to go to somebody else. But ultimately, the guy in charge is really the, the last. That's where the buck stops. The one that gets highest pay. He's the one in charge. That's right. You, whoever makes the biggest paycheck at your trucking company, he's the guy that ultimately takes the blame. And I'm going to tell you that right now. The guy that's getting, because if, listen, if you're not willing to take the blame, then give your damn paycheck up. <laughs> it's yes, true. it was true. <laughs> exactly true. That's that's what the big bucks are for. You're, hey, you're, you're the one that, you're the big honcho. It's a freaking fact, and that's the truth. So tune in to this week's podcast. Um, I, I wish I had this on camera. <laughs> I, I don't have it on camera, though. No, but I had the word of the day. You have the word of the day? I do, and it's a, it's, it's a doozy. What's the word? <laughs> I can't pronounce it. Uh-oh, it's here. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Go on, it's here. Cafe clutch. Coffee what? Cafe clutch. Cafe clutch. Cafe clutch? What's it mean? Cafe clutch. Now, I got to say the spelling first. K-A-F-F-E-E-K-L-A-T-S-C-H. What's it Cafe mean? Cafe clutch. A- an informal social gathering with coffee, or at which co- coffee is served. Talking or gossip at an informal gathering where coffee is served. So basically, it's what again? Say it again. An informal gathering where coffee is being served. An informal. So, so it's it's basically when you see a couple of people at Starbucks sitting having coffee, gossiping. It's called a coffee clutch. It's a cafe clutch. A cafe clutch. That's too funny, actually, because <laughs> I've been involved in many cafe clutches. 
Too funny. Cafe Clutch. Okay, we're going to remember that. Cafe Clutch. That, Cafe Clutch. That one we'll remember. <laughs> Ruthann, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.